Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you're as excited for a new year as I am. This is the first podcast of 2019. Um, So exciting, 105 podcasts. It's crazy. Anyway, this podcast is for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am Shemaine Linney. I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert. And again, Happy New Year's. I am excited to have you guys with me for another year. We're going into uh, year three of the podcast, I think, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Anyway... So moving on, this week's podcast is about hormones relating to hunger and cravings and helping you understand them. And I I picked this podcast as the first podcast of the new year because I felt that giving people this kind of tools of understanding how the body's working and why they're feeling or craving a certain way when we understand we are more equipped to make better choices and that is a lot of how my clients are very successful is because they know better and when you know better you feel guilty about making a poor choice in regards to your food or your exercise and therefore they don't because they feel guilty so once you know better it kind of can make the journey a little bit easier. So we're going to move on. We're going to look at how this all works in regards to your goals and understanding your body. So humans are complicated and there are so many overlapping factors that regulate our metabolism and our cravings. So this podcast will explain some cool things about the gut and the brain signals that regulate your hunger, your metabolism and your cravings. So hormones or signals like leptin, neuropeptide Y, cholecystokinin and a little bit about ghrelin at the end. So what would you say if I told you there's chemical that when injected can make you not hungry and you burn all your fat and you get heaps of energy, you would say, what? Where do I get it? Can I snort it? Can I eat it? Where can I inject it? Just give me it. Well, this chemical is called leptin. And I got excited too when I heard about this study that when injected into rats, They didn't want to eat and their fat was burned for energy. Perfecto, right? Well, when we look for this chemical and scientists have searched for it and they found it on the butt cheeks of overweight menopausal ladies. They were the best source for leptin in the world. So fat cells are the best source of leptin. Except why aren't these ladies slim? Because they have so much leptin, they are resistant to it. 
Okay, so from the beginning, leptin is a hormone that is released from fat cells and what it's supposed to do is when you are full and your fat cells become full, they secrete leptin and this signals your brain and tells it that you're full, you can stop eating, uh, hence the rats experiment, why they didn't want to eat after being injected with leptin. So leptin has a great role of regulating appetite when it's working, but it becomes resistant in response to certain chemicals in the body. And one of these, and this is very important, is triglycerides or fat in the blood. So triglycerides block the receptors of leptin from working. So overweight women can have lots of leptin, but it doesn't work because they have high triglycerides in the blood. And this blocks the receptors from working, so the body doesn't pick up when they're full. And high triglycerides most of the time come from the diet, which is a carbohydrate-induced fatty acid that's produced in the liver. So if you're having, say, oats for breakfast or whole grain toast, you have got all this carbohydrate that gets converted into sugar. The sugar has to go somewhere because your body has to keep glucose in a specific range for you to survive. So it converts it into triglycerides and the more triglycerides you have, the more leptin resistance you have. So another way carbs contribute to leptin resistance is if you have a bowl of, say, cereal and a few minutes later you're hungry because it goes through your system very fast due to cholecystic kinin, which we're gonna look at a bit more in a bit, but it induces leptin resistance because it goes through so fast, your body can't recognize it, that it's been fed or it's full. Now, leptin resistance, and this is probably one of my favorite pieces of knowledge in regard to understanding what leptin can do. Leptin also drives up inflammation. Um, there was a paper wrote in 2012, and I shared it on my Facebook business page this past week, titled, Metabolic Factors in Osteoarthritis, Obese People Do Not Walk on Their Hands. And what that says is that this excess leptin is driving up inflammation in people's body and causing osteoarthritis, osteoarthritis, excuse me, and degrading the cartilage. So leptin is very inflammatory and damaging to the cartilage. The more fat cells you have, the more leptin is getting secreted. The more leptin that gets secreted, the more inflammation you can have, and the more damage gets done to the cartilage. So if you want to look at that study a bit more, it is over on my business page, Mains Model Health on Facebook. Okay, leptin also gets into um, the brain and suppresses a chemical called neuropeptide Y. In the brain, neuropeptide Y is known as the survival hormone. If you were stuck in the wilds or in the Arctic or somewhere where you had no comfort and no food, neuropeptide Y would slow down metabolism and increase hunger. 
So it makes sense if you're stuck in the wild trying to survive. But the last thing you want to do if you're trying to lose weight is increase or lose control of neuropeptide Y and thus increase your hunger and slow your metabolism. And this is what happens when you or your brain is left in resistance. We lose control of that neuropeptide Y. Oh, and there was also another study done in rats where they injected them with neuropeptide Y. So, um, and excuse me if I giggle, so they passed an electric current through the rat's food so they would get an electric shock if they ate it. And when they injected the rats with neuropeptide Y, they still ate the food even in abundance despite getting an electric shock from doing so. So, translated to us humans, if you have an abundance of neuropeptide Y running through your brain, you can't just walk past junk food without eating it. So you eat it, but your basal metabolic rate or your metabolism slows down. This slows your thyroid down. You can basically then eat small amounts of food and still get fat. It's also good to understand that with this malfunction of leptin and neuropeptide Y in the brain, your brain is telling you to consume more calories. Because remember, you're in the survival mode and it's saying consume more calories and from the easiest sources possible too. Because if you're in survival mode, you just want a lot of calories and you want to get them in as fast as possible. Because remember, you're trying to survive in the Arctic or something. So you're not craving turkey at this stage or green beans. But you are craving cookies and chips because they are an easier source of calories and faster source of energy. Even if you're not using this energy, then it gets converted into triglycerides and so on. So you can see where this is a problem. Because if you're having, say, cereal for breakfast and then a sandwich for lunch, then you're continuously increasing triglycerides or fat bubbles in your bloodstream and then you're also spiking insulin which contributes to insulin resistance which in turn increases leptin resistance and the cycle continues. So consider this, in order for a farmer to make his cattle fat or marble the meat they feed the cattle grains because it has a higher omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, something like 30 to 1. Ah, this same thing happens to us humans. We get marbling to our body. When we eat, say, oats, which 66% of oats are carbohydrates or sugar, where does that sugar go? Well, if you're active, it can get used for energy and what's not used gets turned into triglycerides or palmitic acid a long chain saturated fatty acid so palmitic acid is triglycerides which deposits throughout the arteries it marbles us and mostly through our coronary arteries and causes heart disease Combine this with insulin and you get leptin resistance and you're never full or satisfied and constantly snacking. So, 
As a side note, if you have low thyroid, it could be this. Leptin resistance and increases in neuropeptide Y suppress your thyroid, which slows your metabolism, which slows circulation, increases hunger, makes you tired, and makes you crave sweets after a meal. If you have low thyroid, there can be many factors, but maybe this could be one of the factors. Crazy, eh? Well, there's more. We're nearly finished. Just another bit I want you to know. Leptin is supposed to stimulate cholecystokinin. Okay, so cholecystokinin slows down your digestion or the transit time in your gut and keeps you full, especially if you have increased the resistance starch. But if your body is resistant to leptin, then your digestion is working at high speed. You're not getting this cholecystokinin uh, stimulation. So your stomach is full, but it's emptying faster. But with this fast transit time, the easiest things to absorb are, of course, carbs. So you're not breaking down a lot of the good proteins and fats from your food because of the fat transit time, because they take longer to break down and digest. So you've got this fast transit time. It's basically just breaking down your carbs and it's pushing everything then forward. This means that things like that can then putrefy, like decay or rot and cause nasty smells in the lower bowel. Um, and again, this all screams thyroid and nutrient deficiencies. So um, a lot of reflection here, a lot of connections here on health issues and um, food and the hormones and the signals that it sends your body. Now, as for ghrelin, lastly, as for ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone, which tells your body you're hungry when your stomach is empty and stimulates growth hormone. Uh, this can be great and effective for people looking to put on muscle. Um, but when your stomach is emptying fast, with that lack of cholecystokinin, ghrelin increases. So your stomach's emptying fast, so you're getting increased secretion of ghrelin. And this is telling your body constantly that you're hungry. So you're eating more and you're growing more. And again, what you grow, of course, depends on other factors, whether you're exercising, insulin resistance, and so on and so on. So that's it. Listen to this podcast again. Let it seep in. Take your time listening to it because now that you can understand how the hormones can work in relation to cravings and this and that and the other, one of the many common lines I get when I meet someone for the first time is, I'm totally addicted to sugar. Uh, can you help me get over my addiction to sugar? And I always say, of course, yes, I can, because I understand how it works. But if you understand how it works and you understand you can start to manage these hormones and decrease reactions and stimulations to the brain by losing weight and this, that and the other and eating certain foods and avoiding others, then it can make your whole journey a lot, a lot easier. So I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions, please do reach out to me on my website or Facebook. It's Shemaine's Model Health on both. Um, 
and please do share sharing is caring if you even know one person that may benefit from this information please do share with them and of course don't forget to subscribe because there's going to be lots of gold coming your way in 2019 so that you can have a more optimized longer happier healthier life with these tools and these podcasts at your disposal okay bye everyone until next week enjoy the first week of 2019 and we'll chat soon bye bye